0: Hey, beautiful soul. Before we get started today, I have a quick question to ask you. Are you ready to attract the soul clients who are all in making your sales easy and fun? Like, heck yes, you are. Who doesn't want easy and fun sales, right? So if you're feeling like your soul client is as elusive as a normal coffee order at Starbucks, like, can you feel me? Or you're feeling like you landed in an old Western ghost town when you post content or create an offer and you're out there like, Can I get some freaking engagement, please? Or you're just feeling like you're missing something because everyone else is having success, but everything you've done hasn't worked. Like, what the F? And you just want to get some more clients and some more cash. Well, I have some good news. On December 1st, I will be holding a masterclass called Soul Client Attraction. And in this masterclass, we're going to zero in on who your soul clients are and who they're not so that you know exactly who you wanna work with and who you don't, making soul attraction and visibility a breeze because you know who they are and you know what they need on a deep level. We're also gonna nail your brand story so that you're totally super clear on who you are as a business owner and who you're not so that you can show up with extreme confidence, attracting your soul clients that totally vibe with you. And as a bonus, I'm gonna show you my super easy method to create 30 days of posts in one day. In the Soul Client Attraction Masterclass, On December 1st, again, I'm going to show you how to attract your soul clients that love you so much that they just buy the air that you breathe. They're so engaged with you that you feel like you should put a ring on it and that they'll pull out their credit cards to work with you faster than Pinocchio's nose when he's lying because you get them. Like you really get them. So I just want you to go over to my website, theelevatedentrepreneur.net and bam, right there on the front page, you can sign up. Now let's roll this episode. I like the fact that we can make mistakes and it's not a big deal like that's what i teach my clients and my audience so why would i change that welcome to the elevated entrepreneur podcast i'm janessa mckenzie a business mindset coach and brand strategist and I help online experts like you stop self sabotaging their success and unapologetically build a badass personal brand that makes marketing and sales easy. It's my mission to show you how to become who you were created to be so you can share your talents with the world, make a difference, and create the income and impact you desire. So if you're ready to end your battle with self sabotage, regain your kick ass confidence, and create a business and life of your dreams, Listen up as I hit the BS button on the notion that hustle and hard work are all it takes to be successful and mix the woo with the strategy to help you create the mindset, messaging, and visibility you need to attract the clients and cash that you want while unapologetically building a powerful brand from the inside out. Now, let's do this. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Elevated Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm here today with Tracy Medeiros. She is a system strategist and an operations consultant, and she helps business owners of all industries create custom blueprints to simplify and systemize your business so that you can step into the CEO role, have more freedom, make more money, and become a visionary. And I'm sure that sounds really familiar to everybody listening right now. Tracy, how are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Sure. I'm excited you're here. I'm excited for this conversation. So tell us a little bit more about you. Like who do you, you know, how do you help people exactly? And who do you, who do you love to help?
1: Okay. So I am a corporate refugee. I was in corporate for over 14 years Mm -hmm. and with some pretty big hitters and have always been a systems person and operations and account management and Really saw the need locally. And I, to be honest with you, I much, it's more fun helping small business owners in the community than corporate America. Yeah. So I had made the switch. And I really love helping business owners go from frazzled and all over the place to calm and organized, basically utilizing all the skills um, that I had acquired in my corporate corporate career and tweaking it a bit because corporate and small business is a little different. So we have to look at it a little differently, but I love recognizing that there's these smaller businesses that have amazing products and services, but maybe they're just not where they want to be because they don't have the resources or the tools in their back office. So right. Definitely yeah. see a need in that.
0: Yeah. I think the uh, one of the biggest things, the difference between corporate and small businesses is their budget, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, uh, You know, we, why?
1: and I think something that I totally like took advantage of or not took advantage of, but didn't really see the relevance when I was in it, but we have all these different departments that take care of things for us. And now yeah. in small business, we are it, we're the tech people, <laughs> we're the janitor, we're the <laughs> marketing, we're the sales and It was so easy back in corporate when you needed something to pick up the phone and say, Hey, you know, I need this and this is in your department. So, you know, when can you get this to me? And totally different realm there. Yeah. A totally different
0: culture. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I I as well came from a corporate background, so I know exactly what you're talking about. But I really feel like there's just so much more freedom to being Mm -hmm. an entrepreneur in so many ways. Um, you know, and we also, I mean, I think in the beginning we feel like it's, there's not a lot of freedom, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know, we're all like, Oh, what the hell did I sign up for here? Uh, Because we are everything, you know, we are like you just said, you know, the janitor, the marketer, the salesperson, all of the above. And yes, I, I agree that that is a very big difference between corporate and entrepreneurs that,
1: One of the things, yeah, one of the things I really love um, and really impressing upon with my clients, and something that I do not take granted at all, is that because we're small business owners, we have the luxury of making a decision within seconds. If we make a decision, we can decide to implement that decision right now. We don't have to wait for a board member meeting, we don't have to wait to get an approval from another department we're the decision makers. So we get to say, okay, you know, this is the right path for me right now. We're pivoting, <laughs> which I yeah. think right now in this time too,
0: mm. was
1: a great luxury for a lot of businesses where they were able to survive, um, just making yeah. the pivots quickly.
0: Yeah. And thank God for online right now. Right. Because mm-hmm. it, you know, if this happened 20, 30 years ago, I can't even imagine the ramifications of uh, what would have happened to the economy. Oh, that's true. If we didn't have this option to go online. Yeah. You know. And it and, also
1: was kind of eye-opening. Like I had a a client come out of the woodwork who was very brick and mortar. It was a jewelry store. They didn't have any social media presence. They just were word of mouth and people walked into their store and mm. it was the cutest thing because their biggest concern was they only had two employees and they wanted to make sure that they could still pay them but mm. they didn't know how and I'm like oh well you know we've got social media you need to be on social media yeah. <laughs> One thing. and yeah I that was actually really fun during like the peak of this like April, May-ish, June-ish, it was really fun seeing how businesses were pivoting and making those changes.
0: Yeah. It was fun to help the brick and mortar businesses. Um, like, especially people that taught classes like yoga or, Mm -hmm. um, you know, things like that, help them go online and watch them grow even more than they were when they weren't like offering classes online or things like that. And they were
1: surprised too. They were surprised at how well they were doing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think they felt like, oh my gosh, now I have this, you know, I have this storefront. Well, no matter what you do, Mm -hmm. if you're brick and mortar and you teach classes or whatever, Mm -hmm. sell product and you have a storefront, you have rent, right? So you have, have this large overhead. It's, around here, it's large overhead. Uh, we're, oh yeah. Around- yeah.
1: In Kauai, it's, it's yeah. large
0: too. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. So you, they're automatically thinking, oh my gosh, like just not being able to pay my rent. I'm going to, I'm going to go under, like, mm-hmm. this isn't, this isn't going to happen. And then all of a sudden, I mean, a lot of the places that I, that I was helping, you know, during this whole thing did have an online presence uh, probably didn't you know, focus on it as much as they probably should because they had, so, like you said, word of mouth and people just kind of walking in. Um, but then when it's like all your marketing is done online and there's nobody now walking in anymore because they can't, people go, oh my gosh. And all of the mindset drama just happens mm, right there. Yes. I'm, like, I'm like, man, you you have a successful business. It's just in a building. Now you're just doing it where everyone on the face of the earth, just about that has internet connection and is on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or wherever, can now see you like on a consistent basis. That's the only difference. It's just like you know, virtually walking into your your business, except they're not exactly. <laughs> yeah.
1: And that was really eye-opening for me. And I think I, I even took from it doing things differently. It was how quickly some businesses acknowledge that and how quickly they were able to change their mindset. And no, this is something, yeah, it's something I'm totally doing differently, but it's still something that's working. And then the other businesses that have shut down this whole entire time. And of course, you know, being shut down that entire time, it's hard to make a comeback. So Yeah, it it was very interesting to me to see like what were the, the traits that were different in those two kinds of businesses.
0: Mm, Absolutely. So you help people build systems to help their businesses run smoother.
1: Yes. So I am a systems girl. I will talk about systems all freaking day. I think they're sexy. I know most people do not (laughs) trying to bring the sexy back in systems. But I actually, um, I actually, it's a pet peeve of mine because so many people in the online space figure that systems are just tech and you and I both know that's so not true. And so I really am educating and instilling within businesses that you need to treat your business as a system in a whole, a system is only the steps that you take to get an end result. Mm -hmm. So you can systematize everything. You can systematize your laundry. You can systematize, um, how you care for your pet. Um, And we need to think about our businesses like that because systems only save you more time, more energy, or um, more money. So why aren't we doing this in our business? And I see in the online space, especially with startups, that marketing and sales, and and rightly so, to be honest with you, Mm -hmm. marketing and sales is the main emphasis on business building, And we should be doing our systems and keeping up on our systems because our systems are living, breathing entities in our business and they grow with us. And if you can save more time, make more money um, and be more organized in your business, wouldn't we want to do that?
0: Heck yeah. (laughs) Yes, we do. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I totally agree. I think I know for me, when I first started, it was how do I just even get my first client, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, and that like, it, and that's all you're worried about that one client, right? Mm-hmm. And then, yep. and then it's oh, how do I do that again? Like, well, if you if we focused on laying that foundation of the system, right, of having um, writing down what we did and being like, Oh, okay. Well, we can do that again. And it's just like, like you said, just systemizing it and just repeating what you did. And if something didn't work, like tweak the system, it's yeah, it's real. Yeah, exactly.
1: And systems aren't cookie cutter either. So like I see a lot, like, um, biz besties are a really huge thing. You know, we all have our biz besties yeah and a system works for them and they've gotten tons of success from it. And they're like, oh, you've got to do this, implement this in your business. And so they do and they start doing everything right. And it's not giving them the same return or the end result just isn't the same. And then, of course, we think we did something wrong. And then it's like, oh, systems don't work
0: for me. <laughs> and you're like, oh, no. You know?
1: no, not that system. <laughs> like, just not that system works for you. But systems in general, yes, we just need to know. And, and it's a learning curve, you know, we need to know that not everything's going to work the first time. Like I say, it's living and breathing within your business because we need to test it. We need to make sure it's working for everyone involved. um, Not just a great idea.
0: Right, exactly. And I think that, you know, we also don't think about like our ideal clients are different than that person's ideal clients. Mm -hmm. Our service or product is different. Than that person's service or product. And while that, a lot of people are like, oh, just what the frig does that have to do with a system? It has everything to do with everything. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> systems are psychological. Just the fact of how people like totally shun themselves from them, systems are psychological and yeah, like
0: goals. <laughs> yeah, that's what I yeah. find. People are yeah. scared of goals, too.
1: <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> and yeah, it's all sorts of things. It's how you work. Like you and I probably works totally different from each other. And we right. need to keep that into account. And so many components that I think a lot of people don't really, um, they don't really know to consider because that's not their wheelhouse. So that, we, you know, there's people right. like me out there. Yes.
0: Yeah. And you know you can systemize from the biggest thing that you do down to the littlest thing that you do, and it just it it does a lot of things it benefits a lot of ways it helps you stay on track and be consistent if you start building a team or if you already have a team, you have systems that you can just be like, "This is how we do this," and you don 't have to sit there wasting and not wasting spending your time training consistently over and over and over again, because now you have this thing that you can just, you know, here, here's what we do. Here's how we do it. And yeah, of course you're going to get questions and all of those things from new, you know, new team members or whatever, but that's okay. You're not doing the bulk of it. The bulk of it is, is already just there.
1: Yeah. And I think that's actually one of the major benefits of systems is we hear often, oh, I hired somebody and now I'm working even more. Um, I'm managing that person. I'm answering questions all day. And yeah, that's time consuming. But if we had systems in place and standard operating procedures in place, think of you know, how many people could answer their own questions if they had an SOP that they could refer to. Um, They had a process to follow. So those are also things that we need to take in consideration that if you're a solopreneur, like a lot of us are, it's not only good for you because it's going to save you time, making more money. Um, It takes all of that stuff that's in your brain and makes more room for other things that are more important. And we all, I've done it. We all have times where we have done some sort of process, maybe 5 million times. And one day we're just not our best. We're having a bad day, whatever it is. We're following that process and we forget. And we're like, yeah. shoot, I have no idea what that next step is. I know that I need to know. And then how much time do we take trying to figure out what balls have we dropped or what is that next step when we could have just had something to refer to? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's great for everybody and anybody, whether it's a team, but it also helps, you know, I think a lot of us here, depending on their definition of success, maybe it is just them and it's always going to be just them, but there's emergencies that come up. What if you need to pull your sister in really quick to do something to make sure that your client deliverables are done? Or, um, what if you know, you've changed your mind and and you do want to hire an assistant or some sort of team member. And then you have those things in place to help make it really easy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't have too much written down, but I do have videos up the yin Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And that's another thing I think we get, um, hung up on is that so many people, and I'm guilty of it too, because I do have that corporate background. So I have an SOP template that's pretty rigid, Mm. but it doesn't have to be like that. We don't have to think that it's got to be some big fancy operations manual or something like that. It could be a Loom video. Granted, I'm a little upset with Loom right now, but
0: (laughs) I, yeah, I was using Loom too. And all of a sudden it was like, what just happened to Loom? So
1: that, uh, that was so my I, Thursday last week. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, well, I didn't waste too much time on it, which is, you know, the exciting part again of making those decisions. I was like, yep, we'll just pop on zoom, hit screen record. And here we go. You know, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> uh, so that's what I did, but yes, that I was looming everything for like every process that I did, how to add a blog post to my website, how to schedule on social media, like everything, because I don't want to have to take an hour and like go through that with somebody Mm -hmm. and then not have something that they can again, refer back to because not everybody learns the first time. Not, I mean, maybe some people do, but it's helpful for me to have something to refer back to if somebody's trying to teach me something. Right. Exactly. And people learn different ways
1: too. So sometimes people like the checklist and other people like the videos and maybe other times they just need somebody to show them that one time, like walk them through it once. So exactly, yeah, it's really important. And SOPs do not have to be fancy. They can be okay. I'm, going to say something that I don't want. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be a post-it note.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) You're just starting out and that's where you're at. That is great.
0: Yeah. Just write it down.
1: Yeah. Then you can get fancier later down the road.
0: Yeah. And if you think about that, right, you were just saying, you know, that the things that we do over and over and over, like we've done it 5,000 times, how much more effort would it have taken for you to just hit record on something and vid and video it like yes. so that you had like nothing because you were going to do it
1: anyway you'd have to do it anyways yeah so I think especially with um you know new businesses it's like okay I'm focused on my marketing I'm focused on my sales I come in and I'm like okay yay we're doing this there's certain marketing processes you have and that are working and that you want to repeat and do continuously Mm -hmm. let's start writing them down. Let's start documenting them, whatever it is, a loom video, whatever, let's start thinking, have that systems thinking Mm -hmm. in our head so that it alleviates work down the road.
0: Yeah. And, And, you know, think about it like this, like, you know, if you are a solopreneur and you are building your brand and you're, you are like, okay, I'm sitting in front of this computer, eight, 10, 12 hours a day, like, not why I signed up for this, right? Cause it's not why we, I mean, yes. Do we have to do that sometimes in the beginning? Absolutely. We got to build ourselves up, but there comes a point where you don't want to be sitting in front of your computer anymore for eight to 12 hours a day. Yeah. So that's when you're like, okay, maybe I will hire a part-time VA, right? We'll just mm-hmm. throw that out there. Very easy to find a part-time VA for very reasonable money. Um, And you know, you're, you're doing these tasks and now you're going to hand some of these tasks over to a VA. Like these are the tasks that you don't want to do all the time anymore because your business, you built this business up and you're, you know, you, because you wanted more freedom, and sitting behind that desk for eight to 12 hours a day is not giving it to you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, those tasks, because that's really what they are. Your systems, your SOPs are the tasks that you do every day.
1: Yep, that's all they are. Just the steps that you take to get something done, whatever that yeah. is.
0: Exactly. So, you know, people hear the word systems and they're like, <gasps> systems? <laughs> that's expensive. Or I iPhone. Yes, yeah. I've like got a oh, company a yet? I don't need systems and that's you know all these things. No, no. It's just the tasks that you do every day. And I know, I know, you guys out there listening do not want to be sitting behind your desk doing all the freaking tasks all day exactly. long.
1: Exactly. Yep. And that's another thing that one of the things we focus on when I'm working with somebody is okay, we're not there yet, but what does five years down the road look like or three years down the road look like? Right. Do you have certain things that only you can do that possibly we could later down the road think about automating or you know, putting pieces in that you have somebody else doing it? Like there is at some point we get to that point where we're the visionary and we really should be only doing a couple of things like, networking and creating content that attracts the tribe that we want Mm -hmm. and, you know, fulfilling the bigger picture where you can't spend as much time implementing things. You're going to have to have some way of either automating it or delegating it, or maybe you get rid of it altogether. But how are you going to do that? What is that exit for you? Like, how do you Some people say clone yourself. How do you like, (laughs) yeah, what are you going to put in place to allow you to be that CEO?
0: Yeah. So I think the first thing that people need to do with that is let the fuck go of the control. Oh yes. 100%.
1: (laughs) I think anyone who owns a business though, anyone who owns a business, there's a little bit of control freak in them. Yes. Yes. Yeah. at least a little bit. I am guilty of it
0: too. (laughs) And so am I, so am I, but when you let it go, holy crap, it feels so good.
1: And some people do it better than
0: you. So
1: think of it. And that's okay.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Because that's not your zone of genius. Like if it's not your zone of genius, if it doesn't, um, you know, align with the actual vision and mission that you have, then it's probably best to automate it or give it to somebody else.
1: Mm -hmm. Very true, yeah. And, you know, can you think of things that you're doing that maybe, maybe you even enjoy doing it, but it takes you a long time. Is there somebody out there who can do it faster than you?
0: Yeah. Um, I like creating graphics sometimes, but I know that my VA can do it way faster.
1: Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I, I do too. Like some of it's procrastination. That's really what
0: it is. When it is. Hiding. Yeah. It's like you're hiding from doing, you're
1: hiding behind things thing. that are fun and yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, Oh, I really need to spend all day today
0: doing this. Yeah, no, we totally don't. We totally don't. And, and that is true. We do. We will hide behind the little like stupid tasks that we get satisfaction from quick. satisfaction. We get to quick, think- yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yes. Quick satisfaction. Yes. <laughs> They're like ego boosters. Yeah, they are. It's like a dopamine hit, right? It's like, mm-hmm. Oh, I, I got something done and it felt good. And it's awesome. Yeah. Great. Now, what about that big thing that you still have a big
1: started? scary thing over there that or we that live that you really
0: should have been on today or, you know, yeah. whatever it is. Yes. that And just that's like another one of the big things. What are you, you know, saying no to when you say yes to something else?
1: Mm-hmm. That's a. Like, I I love just thinking that like, okay, I'm saying yes to this. What does that mean that I, what do I have to let go? Yeah. Um, I do not. I'm maybe a little controversial here, but I do not believe in life um, and work balance. I think that there's priorities and you may have a work priority in one season and then your family is the priority the next season. But we do need to do as much as we can to alleviate the busy work, um, alleviate what we don't enjoy doing, Our businesses, I'm sure we created to have fun in. And of course it's not always going to be fun. Right. But you dread getting up in the morning. We need to do something
0: drastically change. Yeah. Amen. (laughs) Amen to that. Yeah. You don't want to, and I say that all the time. You do not, I, I mostly say it to, you know, help my clients and audience really nail down their ideal clients. Like soul level client attraction. Mm -hmm.
1: Well, we don't want to just create another job for ourselves either, which there are seasons for that. When you're starting out, you're working your ass off. I'm sorry. Nobody's going to glorify that starting a business is easy. It may be like you can do it, but it's going to be a lot of work up front. Nobody's working by the pool
0: <laughs> in reality. Yeah. Well, yeah. you can work by the pool, but you're doing you know, yeah. You, you by can work
1: pool. at the pool, and then maybe you're up till two in the morning. But yeah. there's you, seasons yeah. for that.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, you can work anywhere you want, but that's the thing. You will still be putting in the effort, no matter where ah. you are. That's very true.
1: But you can build something with some structure and allows you more freedom if you're thinking about it. And you can start the very first day that you start your business. It doesn't have to be something that you wait
0: for. Exactly. Yeah. And I agree with you that about the work life balance, like that is a big uh what is the word that I'm looking for? It's like a big like trigger right now. Like everyone's like, oh, how do I get work-life balance? Um, it's not really work-life balance, it's boundaries. Where are you yeah, setting up exactly. your boundaries yep. and you know, what are you, uh, allowing really? I think and I think
1: it's a disservice to a lot of women really saying that this is something you should strive for because for one, it doesn't exist. Um, but it is, is—it's definitely boundaries and it's not, you know, a lot of people think boundaries are a negative thing, right? No, it's, it's something for both parties.
0: Exactly. Um,
1: yeah. It, it's not a negative thing at all, especially if you voice them and you're up front.
0: Right. Yeah. And be honest with yourself about them as well. Like, I think that's mm-hmm. a really big thing too. We lie to ourselves so much.
1: <laughs> exactly. You
0: know, we, yeah. you know, we, um, we tell ourselves oh, I can do this. Oh, I can do that. Oh, I can do this. I can do this, this, and this, uh, and it's most of it's because we, either want to feel good about ourselves or we want to make somebody else feel good about us right yeah oh yeah Yeah. it's totally selfish I
1: think and that to be honest with you in my past that was that was hard for me I you know in corporate they kind of brainwash you the more you do the better you are yeah and I was a workaholic Yeah. I was a workaholic. I love being the go-to person. I love being the person that can solve everybody's problems. Mm -hmm. And that was hard to break. Um, and with your own business, you could be working 24 seven and you feel great about it and other things fall to the wayside. Like I didn't realize how much that impacted my husband. Mm. Um, you know, I don't have kids. So it's just me and him. We're pretty independent. Um, We're pretty social. So whenever it was downtime, I would be working and I didn't really realize until we had a heart to heart talk that that really bothered him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Me too. Uh My fiance was like, okay, so you're either you know, doing this or doing that. Like we don't spend time together anymore. And I'm like, okay, time to fix that, you know? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. We don't realize it because we're just so in it. in it, like our business. Yeah. Like it never
1: even dawned on me. Like if we're watching TV together, yay. You've got your hand on my leg. I'm on my laptop. I'm, yeah. I'm watching TV we're together. Through. We're doing something together. This is date night. Woohoo! <laughs> And he's like, uh, no, <laughs> yeah, no, sorry, babe. That doesn't quite work. And he's military so he's ex-military. So it was oh, like, yeah. why aren't you done now? Your office hours are over. What's going on? I'm like, yeah, oh, don't you know, we don't have office hours. Why not? <laughs> You're not yeah. supposed to be working. So yeah, once we had that heart to heart, I absolutely do not work weekends. In fact, I don't even, Fridays are a flex day for me. So they're either mm-hmm. date days Aaron days, beach days. I live here on Kauai, so
0: mm.
1: beach is a big part of my life.
0: Heck yeah, um, I'd be there
1: every day. <laughs> so Fridays are like a flex day. If I have like catch up work with clients, then it's it's a day for that. Um, but majority of the time, it's a, it's a day off for my self-care and my hubby. So,
0: yeah. Yeah, no, I stopped um, working weekends as well. And I have very... I want I, I can say strict office hours during the day. Um, you know, like I only take client calls during a certain time and I have certain times for my own like admin stuff that I need to get done. Um, and then I'll take consultation calls specific days and times. Um, but yeah, I agree. Like Friday, Tuesday and Fridays are my flex days. So they're like, I can schedule a call in there if I want to, or I don't have to. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, you know, I also will back. schedule things like, like being on somebody else's podcast, like recording for somebody else's podcast on those mm-hmm. days. Um, Cause I don't want to cram it in between client calls or group program call or whatever. Like, I don't want to do that. So yeah. I make sure that there's, spaces in my calendar for times that I'm not going to be overwhelmed with like, I'm like, my brain is going to be so full with something else that I just did that I have to switch gears really fast to do something else. I don't like
1: exactly. And I think that's key to be honest with you. I think we underestimate the power of that. Make sure when you're creating your schedule, it's not going to be perfect every day, but make sure you do have time in your schedule or like time just to recognize opportunities. If you've got a schedule that's jam packed and an opportunity comes up more likely, you're going to have to say no, because you have a jam packed schedule.
0: Yeah. And probably (laughs) with a bunch of crap that that really isn't doing anything for you. Right. Like you're you're saying yes to everything.
1: Yeah, that's very true. So I think within the last couple of years, it really changed how I worked. Um, my husband knows my schedule. He knows what days are client days and then where he needs to like leave me alone. Um, yeah. He knows like Mondays are my planning day. So maybe I could probably fit in a lunch with him or something like that. Mm. Um, but he pretty much knows Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays are off limits. And then Mondays and Fridays, Fridays more so. If he requests something on a Friday, I usually oblige, but Mondays are-
0: <laughs> You have to request you my time. You do have time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know. Like I said, we're we're not single, but we don't have kids and we're pretty independent people as it is anyways. so.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well that's good too. I mean, it's good to be together, but it's also good to be apart like and and not work. Yeah. And right.
1: exactly. So now that if I'm with him, I'm not I don't have my phone with me and I have to admit with this pandemic, I was really worried to be honest with you, with both of us being home, I was worried we were going to kill each other. We were yeah. Each
0: other
1: worse. <laughs> Statistics and surprisingly enough, keeping like strict boundaries. I think our marriage is better than
0: ever. Nice. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. And, and it's funny because, you know, we're here, we are talking about like work schedules and, you know, how all of those things, but that's a system too. Yeah. You know? So when we said earlier, you can systemize the big things and you can systemize little things like this is one of those. And it's really a not so little thing, but it really, it's a little thing, but it really isn't a little thing, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So (laughs) I had mentioned earlier that we need to think of our businesses as a system Mm. and Part of the ways that I do that, I have a framework where there's four pillars within your business that you need to really analyze and make sure you do have systems in place for this. And the first one is planning an organization. Just because planning, if you don't have a blueprint as to where you want to go, you're not going to get there. Mm -hmm. So planning an organization (laughs) is, yeah, goals, goal setting and action planning. That's a system in itself. Yeah. Um, Your schedule is a system. KPIs, that's my next pillar is financial management and key performance indicators. We need to be able to measure where we're going and how we're going to get there as well. So that's a huge thing. um, And how well we're
0: doing while we're going.
1: Yeah. Or maybe it's, you know, tweaking things or abandoning things. Exactly. So, and then the third pillar is your client journey. Uh how do people find you from the very beginning how do they find you to the very end where they're saying goodbye to you and how do you keep that relationship open because who knows later down the road you may have something perfect for them and you don't have want to have that awkward conversation like oh guess what i just created something you want to buy it (laughs) i haven't talked for years but you're gonna really want this um so how do we create a system to keep in touch with
0: people yeah That's super important, super important to keep your relationships, uh, you know, up to date, like that doesn't mean that you get a, yeah. It doesn't mean you have to like contact somebody every day. It just means, you know, like I will go through my, um, I go through my group. I go through my friends list. I go through my friends list at least, uh, once every couple months Mm
1: -hmm.
0: on Facebook my
1: personal see
0: how they're doing yeah well for a couple reasons so I yes, to do that yes but I also try to like touch base with at least three to five people on my friends list every day like just that's one of my things that I do every day like and it's just random like I don't I'm not like oh this is you know Sally's day no I'm just like oh this one this one this one this one this one (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) um (laughs) But that is one reason why, because I want to go in and I want to, you know, keep my feed fresh with people that are on my list because they can fall off very easily. Mm -hmm. So reaching out to them and then go like just going on their profile and, you know, commenting on some of their stuff or whatever, like literally 15 minutes, 15 minutes that takes. And yeah, then... I have
1: something similar called
0: my MC Power Hour, where mm. for an hour
1: I am reaching out to new people. I am following up with people on my friends list. Just you know, social media yeah. is supposed to be social. So exactly. why are we not using it that way? Exactly. And connection. I think this also is important to say that connection in small business is so important,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you have to also think of that when you're creating your systems, because you do not want to automate something that is a crucial piece of how you're building connection with people.
0: Right. Exactly. Yeah. And the other reason why I go through my friends list a couple times, you know, once every few months is because people fall off of Facebook and then you have these people in your friends list that, I don't know, either don't have an account anymore or, you know,
1: Yeah. They're
0: yeah. They're just, especially
1: now, how many times do I see? Oh, I'm leaving Facebook because of the politics.
0: Yeah, I know. Right.
1: (laughs) I see. I think I've seen something like that every day.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, I know this is my
1: last time on Facebook.
0: (laughs) I know. Yeah. I'm taking a break. Um, but I'll go through it. And usually like the people that don't have a profile picture anymore, I just remove from my friends list. Um, And then, you know, once every six months, usually I'll do like a deep dive into that. I I have a lot of friends on Facebook and a lot of them are business connections, right? They're other entrepreneurs. Uh, I do have family and friends on there, but a bulk of the friends that I have on my personal profile are entrepreneurs or, you know, other kinds of business content.
1: Same here. I primarily use it as as business stuff.
0: Yeah. So I go, you know, in there once every six months and really do a deep dive. Um, and that, you know, can take a little bit because with like a thousand friends or however many friends are on the list at the time it gets, it can be exhausting. So I'll split it up or. Yeah. I think that's key. You don't want to exhaust yourself. Cause then you're going to dread that, that system. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you don't want to dread the system. Yeah, because yeah. then you won't use it. Systems are only as good as how they're being used. Exactly. And you also, um, sorry. <laughs> oh, personal, <laughs> See, personal we can't life systems all day. Pers- personal life thing just happened and just silly, silliness. I'm just giggling, oh. giggling. Yeah. <laughs> I was going <laughs> to say, yes, we, we can didn't absolutely talk systems all day. <laughs> Oh man. Um, anyways, so you can absolutely create the very smallest thing. Like I was talking, I was in this, uh, like little mastermind group the other day and we did, we set up a system, a system to, um, just like increase our email list. Like mm-hmm. this super simple little, like five step thing that you just repeat every month to grow your email list. And yeah, it, was just it like, doesn't it, have to be difficult. Yeah. I mean, and it's so funny because, you know, we totally overthink those things We're like, oh, my email is, it sounds like this big, huge, like thing. Right. Mm-hmm. This be like, oh my gosh, who is going to sign up on my email list? Who's going to give me their email? How am I going to find all these people? And if you just do five little things every month, your email list grows. Yep, baby steps still get you there. Exactly, exactly. And I mean, that's not like it isn't going to grow your email list a thousand fall, you know, a thousand people a month, but it it will grow it, you know. Probably yeah, it's gonna you know, 20, take 40, some steps. Hundred maybe. I mean, depends on how much effort you put into it, right?
1: Yeah, but definitely more yeah. than if
0: you did nothing. Exactly, exactly. And it takes, you know, it, it's not even work every day. That's it's like once a week you're like, you know, doing something. So, but yes, that's exactly what we're talking about: easy, simple systems. Sim- systems do not have to be difficult. They just have to be broken down. Yes.
1: And make it, you know, make it easy. Cause if it's hard, then we might also like, Oh, we'll do that
0: later. We'll yeah. Do that, make it know. fun. Just make it easy. Make it, I mean, fun. I love the word fun. I would say try to make it as fun as you possibly as can. Possible. Yeah. Cause who doesn't want to do something fun every day? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Fun. I don't know.
1: Fun is one of my values in my business. So it's Mm. super important. And I also want you to have time to do the things that you love. Like for me, it's the beach. Yeah. Um, You know, you need to do the things that you love because it sparks
0: other areas as well. Exactly. And putting the systems in place and knowing exactly what you're doing and when you're doing it and how you're doing it is going to get you to the beach faster.
1: Exactly. Because yes. I, I have to admit, I did try, I even bought the little like silicon pluggy things that go in your laptop and try to work on the beach one day and it just
0: doesn't <laughs> really work. Yeah. Sand <laughs> in the laptop probably exactly. isn't the best. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Those little silicon things that you stuff in the holes didn't really work at all.
0: Oh, was- man. <laughs>
1: Yeah, just up to those silicone things.
0: I mean, if you really wanted to work at the beach, I guess you could bring a little table or something. But when you're at the beach, you really want to be working.
1: <laughs> That's actually, to be honest with you, when I first started my business, I kind of always, even in my corporate, I was high enough up on the ladder that I had Fridays off most of the time. Mm. And I wanted to instill that in my business. So Fridays, when I first started my business were work from the beach days. I quickly realized it wasn't going to work very well doing that. So then I was like, okay, I hate email. So Fridays are going to go be, go through your emails, respond to who you need to respond to. And I did that for actually quite a while. If I could do it on my phone, then it was something I would do on a Friday at the beach. Mm. And then as I was really strengthening my boundaries, it's like, no, I don't really want to do this. So a Friday is a flex day. If it's a day that I really need to be working, and that's you know rare because it is my days are pretty structured, mm-hmm. but we have launches, we have things that come up, so it yep. does happen. I like that cushion. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I'm at the beach, I'm at the beach. Maybe I'll listen to a podcast, but I'm not doing emails. I really do hate emails.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you know what? You eventually could hire a VA to
1: exactly. Take yep, over I have your emails. This is you need to look at this,
0: <laughs> yeah, okay,
1: okay, exactly, like
0: tell me if it if it's something important, then you know tell me it's an important thing, yeah, other than that, you know, boxer, yeah, do whatever clients, yep. all my clients do boxer <laughs> is a system, I love boxer mm. i I downloaded it, and I haven't really used it yet, so.
1: Oh, I'm addicted that's not yeah. also I, I had to put boundaries in place to Voxer because I was like you know if I'm not doing anything why can't I respond to a Vox at
0: midnight but yeah that sends the wrong because message then they'll ex- exactly I was gonna say because then they're gonna expect you to yeah. respond to the Voxer at midnight and be like why did you take two days to respond you responded at midnight <laughs> last
1: time yeah that is very <coughs> good
0: yeah Uh, Yeah. And that's important too. The system to set up the expectation of your clients or your customers. Yeah.
1: Yes. And I think another system that we also often just overlook is systematize your habits. You've already got good habits in place that are giving you some sort of return. Mm
0: -hmm. How do you
1: systematize those? Mm. Is there ways you can automate some, some parts of the process? Um, That's a big one because habits, I kind of tend to focus on habits more than goals, because goals you do, you accomplish them, woohoo, you're done.
0: Mm-hmm. Whereas with
1: habits, you have a, a good habit that you are continuing to use on a daily basis, or you know, whatever that habit is, but it's, it's here to stay, and it's changed your life somehow.
0: Hmm. So tell me, what is one of yours? Give me an example.
1: I think MC power hours are my one of my biggest habits that I just every day, except for Fridays I have an hour that I know that I need to do certain things and it gives me the space to have that time I can't say I'm too busy um Hmm. it gives me the space to do some of those important things I think are little things that are often oh we can push this we don't need to focus on this right now then of course we know most of the times when you push things if it's not urgent it gets pushed indefinitely
0: and then it gets or it gets urgent really fast
1: Yes, that's true
0: too. <laughs> and you're like, oh my God, why didn't I just work on this before? That is true too. Yeah, that's so funny. All right, awesome, Tracy. So this is great. I love your framework. So is there anything that you would say to the people listening right now that would totally wrap this up for you?
1: I think the biggest thing is if you aren't a systems person, start right now. Start writing down, the reoccurring tasks that you do in your business all the time. And it doesn't have to be fancy. If you need to start on a post-it, start on a post-it, but start getting those things out of your head because it's going to be life-changing just because we have a lot of stuff that we probably don't need in
0: our head. <laughs> it's truth, right? That is so true. And like you said, there are those days where you're like, Oh crap, what was the next step? And it's easy to, even if it is a post-it note, to pull the post-it note and be like, oh yeah, that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 And you know, lots of things like I, lots of things that I will forget, like not just the step, but like forget to do sometimes.
1: Oh yeah. There's certain things like I've done a process once where it's like, oh, everything's done. That was so easy. Why was it so, why was it so easy? Mm. And then a day goes, by. Oh, I forgot that one step.
0: <laughs> mm. Yeah. Or yeah, you just like for, kind of forgot the whole task. You're like, gosh, crap. You know? <laughs> <laughs>
1: that, yeah. I think that's happened too.
0: <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Tracy will tell everyone where they can find you.
1: Okay. Well, probably the easiest way. I love Instagram. You can find me at Madeiras consulting on Instagram or my website is also just Medeiros consulting.com.
0: Awesome. And are you on Facebook at all?
1: I am on Facebook. Um, I spend most of my time in my Facebook group, which is the business design collective, um, where you can build a business of structure and freedom.
0: Nice. Um,
1: so that's where I spend most of my time in Facebook.
0: Awesome. All right. So I also see that you have a freebie to offer. I don't know what it is because there oh. isn't too much, um, explanation here, but I'll, I'll tell you it is um, T-B-L-A-C-E-O.
1: Oh, you just have the link. Oh, it's time block like a CEO. All right. <laughs> I am a big fan of time blocking.
0: <laughs> awesome. So yes, I have that link. Um, and I'll put that in the show notes. So it's how to time block like a CEO.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. It's how to create those time blocking, some really good tips of some major, um, successful people that we know and, um, just getting you set up so that you have that dreamy schedule that allows you to to work on that business that you designed in the first place, not something that you're chained to.
0: Right. Yeah. Have the life that you wanted to design by the business you designed in the first place. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> we, in fact, that's a, a lot. Part of my mission is that a lot of business owners, they trade that in. They're like, okay, you know yeah. what? This is, the penance, I guess, or this is what I traded in because I'm now a business owner and I have a lot of flexibility and a lot of freedoms, but working and being chained to my desk is something that is just my new normal. And it's not.
0: No, no, it is not. Yes. We have the same mission there, girl. Yes. Yes. Get out from behind your damn desk.
1: (laughs) Exactly. And let's
0: show you how to do that. You know, so that you can let and this time blocking is one of the one of the really great ways to do that.
1: Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. If you are not time blocking, blocking, just do it. (laughs) Just get on that right now. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, and I think the important thing to say about that is, is that, you know, you can time block your brains out, but you have to be committed to doing it when you say you're going to do it.
1: Oh yeah. Commitment's huge. Yeah. And, but giving yourself grace too. Like, Nobody's days are perfect where like I have a template, like I have a time blocking template on my calendar. Google calendars are amazing because you can stack them on top of each other. Yeah. And I would say, yeah, I would say 90% of my time is spent like that template, but there are days where it gets totally derailed. And one of the reasons I really stand behind having that template in your calendar block is because... When it does get so crazy and it's totally off the rails, you can look at that and remind yourself, okay, tomorrow's a new day. Tomorrow, we're going to get back on track. Tomorrow, this is what my schedule is going to look like. And it it is easier. It's proven that those people who don't have a framework will, it takes them longer to get back on track. Whereas if you have something to refer back to and remind you, and okay, like I, I can do this they're going to be quicker to get back on track and who wants to waste a whole entire week saying they had a crazy day
0: right exactly i agree awesome all right tracy thank you so much for having this conversation uh you left lots and lots of little gold nuggets all along the way it was so fun Um, same Yes. I love the coffee chat approach. In fact, my coffee
1: is right here too, right next
0: to me. Sweet. I had water, but same difference, right?
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Beverage of choice.
0: (laughs) Yes. All right, everyone have a great week and we will see you on Monday.
1: Aloha.